Hi there, this is John Frenet, and welcome to an encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. These are best done in person, and with the current state of emergency restrictions, that's just not possible. So we will be re-releasing our past episodes every Saturday at noon until this pandemic is in our collective rearview mirror. Until then, enjoy this encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. Some businesses succeed. Some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Ion Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories. Those business owners that have been around for decades. Learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. We're down here on Bay Ridge Avenue or Road, one of the two. I get Bay them Ridge, confused. Bay Ridge Road, yeah. And we we are with Evie Turner, who is the vice president of, and I'm going to screw it up, but I'm going to say Main Ingredient, but it is now known as Main and Market, which is my favorite breakfast spot in Annapolis. And Thank I've uh, not been shy about saying that for years and years. And uh, convenience certainly plays a part because I don't live too far from here. But you guys have been around for a long, long time. A long time. And... You know, when we started the series, one of the things I said was like somebody moved away from Annapolis and came back 20 years later and start talking about the businesses that were there way back when. And certainly Main Ingredient would come to mind. And we wanted to jump in here and talk to you about it. And, you know, so where did where did Main and Market get its start? So Main and Market actually here um, started in as Main Ingredient in 1993, uh, which was really a gourmet to go. Is, is how it started as a gourmet to go and a catering business. But I honestly think the gourmet to go portion was a little ahead of its time. The patrons in this area wanted a restaurant. So they did evolve eventually the gourmet to go to a full service restaurant. Okay. Um, and then that's, that's sort of how that time, um, you know, just maybe about five years ahead of schedule with the Gourmet to Go. It is so much more popular now sure. than it was then. People really weren't ready to come in and buy their dinner to go yet. They were still um, making things at home, whereas we had, you know, food ready to, you know, people could come in and get our crazy chicken salad um, by the pound then. And that was all we had then. And a little bit of a deli case, and we had the bakery case. Obviously, bakery is a big part of what we do as well. And that is something that has never changed. So right. we still have the same amazing recipes, the pumpkin muffin, um, our decadence. A big favorite. Yeah. And, the, um, just, and, and I, I don't do it, but and I didn't like it, but most people love the um, spiced iced tea. Oh, yeah, the spiced iced tea, uh, which is a great blend of iced tea, orange juice, and cloves. Um, I, do, um, I do the standard oh, iced tea when I'm here, and, and I just don't. But everyone raves about the spiced iced tea. Hot or cold. Tea. It's very good. Main and Market, I mean, I know it as a restaurant. Okay. Uh, yeah. Main ingredient and, you know, for breakfast and primarily for breakfast mm-hmm. for me. But you guys do a ton of catering. Now, did the catering come first or did the um, restaurant? Catering came first. Um, the I like to refer to it as the Martha Stewart time when Martha Stewart it was one of the few entertainers who was writing mm-hmm. cookbooks back then. And a lot of people uh, were interested in having in-home catering, whether it was for a wedding or just a private affair in their home. Um, corporate catering hadn't taken off quite yet. So it was a lot of 
your average 50 person parties um, and they and guests loved it it made life so much easier since then it's evolved tremendously but catering really came first now is this do, when you say catering and home catering I mean that's obviously catering a party in their house but uh-huh. are you actually preparing in their house or are you bringing food in or is it a combination we, it's a combination or? we usually prep Everything here, um, so the ingredients are prepped. But let's say if you, um, our goal is to cook everything on site. Okay. No matter where we are, uh, our goal is to bring in ovens, create a kitchen in the middle of a field, or in your home under a tent. We really do our best to cook everything on site because that does affect the quality of the food. Okay. I remember when I was a kid, my grandmom used to have on Thanksgiving and Christmas when we'd have all the extended family in there, they would have two women that would come in and, and cater our dinners, and it was just, just fabulous. I mean, well, they, everyone they would can like enjoy. Family. Yeah, you can enjoy your day. In fact, that's something that's really evolved over the years is holiday catering. We used to never have um, clients on Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Now we have some um, repeat uh, clients every Thanksgiving and Christmas and we have staff that may not want to be that don't have families but they want to work so sure. we have that happen a lot now well how, how have you grown I mean you, I know that again from the retail point of view where where I see you on 914 I think is the address on uh-huh. uh, Bay Ridge but you know you had the, the little cafe mm-hmm. and uh, then you took the space next door and then you'd like added a little bit to that and then the space behind and all sorts of I think we've added on about four times actually since the beginning we had a tiny office that was restaurant and catering um, in the where the cafe is now since then we've evolved our catering office three times so now we have a beautiful walk-in right next door walk-in office right next door to the cafe where you can come in and sit with a sales consultant that would be the door that everybody that's trying to get to the cafe goes to open first and go why are they closed and they say table for two (laughs) and um our lovely office manager april will say oh next door to the right really we have added on each each reason was we needed a conference room you know to meet with clients we used to meet with clients in the cafe uh, but we got to the point where we didn't want to take away from the cafe and it's just such a it's a more pleasant experience to come in have a tasting um, taste your menu for your wedding um, discuss in detail what your event is about because uh, we really help with all aspects of the event I mean we're obviously not just doing the food portion of the party uh, we handle the rental the equipment the linens so when we meet with a client we sit down and, and lay everything out talk about your colors talk about the layout of the event the timeline so it's it's it is um, what what type of events do you do? I mean, I'm looking up on the shelf here, mm-hmm. and I see a bunch of wedding cakes that are making me salivate a little bit. But I imagine they may be plastic because they they are <laughs> they're styrofoam, and then they're all covered with fondant. But we do have some beautiful cakes um, that an amazing pastry chef. Is weddings your your thing as far as weddings, catering? Or? Weddings and corporate catering. I mean, it's fifty fifty really. Uh, we do pretty much. You know, you're going to do your corporate drop off. For 10 to 15 people, uh, which we'll do several of today, for example, anywhere from Hanover to Riva Road. So we're, and we're that, everywhere. And that, that could be a box lunch platter type things yep. for yep. a or board we'll meeting. We'll set up a buffet or- uh, for a board meeting. Uh, we'll provide a server who maybe it's a higher-end board meeting where someone's coming in and it's China and then we wait outside until lunch I need break, to get on coffee, all of that. So we'll start early in the morning and do coffee, snacks, lunch. Um, we do actually quite a bit of that. Uh, and then we'll also, that's more of our Monday through Friday business. Uh, we do a lot for um, University of Maryland. We do work for the Naval Academy. And that's really where the business, um, and then we work with several meeting plans 
planners as well. Mm. Uh, that's where we really grew because uh, the demand for catering has has grown tremendously for, let's say, an executive MBA program or they need to feed everybody in between um, classes and, and make sure that all dietary restrictions are met. And mm-hmm. that's something that's really involved, uh, evolved in the catering world, too. Sure. And also at the Naval Academy, we do all the suites at the stadium for football, for lacrosse. Uh, so we have about 24 boxes um, that we take care of for, for all those seasons. So that's a great um, okay. part of our business, too. Well, you, mentioned, you mentioned dietary stuff and and. You guys are pretty much capable of accommodating any allergies. And, and there's and, a lot out there. Oh, uh, I know. We practice good aller- allergen um, um, prevention. So yeah. when we have a client who says, I'm allergic to tree nuts, the bakery will take extra care to make sure everything is washed. But we're segregated. And, and, and we're not a gluten-free bakery, mm-hmm. but we can, you know, we're not. Um, but we obviously, again, it's all about washing and practicing um, the right. And is that, does that carry over into the cafe as well? So, I mean, if, I, if I've got a... Yeah, you, you know, know, we a have food. a nice... We have a large venue in the cafe. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of options. If you're gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, uh, the line can usually help with that. So, okay. Yeah. We just had actually a large table in here Sunday night, um, and two of the guests were celiac. And they had a wonderful dinner and chose some great items out there. Again, though, we always say to people, if you're that sensitive, you may want to, you know... Bring your own dinner to that wedding, but rarely does that happen. Right? Most no, no. Well, it's, it's amazing how many I don't want to say special needs, but that yeah. uh, the diners have, and it's yeah. not. It's grown much beyond a preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I growing up, I ate crappy fish on Fridays because my mom used to pawn me off to the neighbors that were Catholic, <laughs> and I, I've got an aversion <laughs> to fish, and I just won't eat fish, and it has no other reason other than. I ate crappy fish when I was little, and I just didn't like it. So therefore, right. in my mind, all fish is all bad. All fish is bad. Um, so if it you know swims, you're I not can't. allergic, but no. <laughs> but I play that allergy card all the yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Why don't funny. you like the fish? No, I'm allergic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do we? What is the most surprising thing? I guess what do most people don't know about Maine and Market? You know, a lot of people don't know that we customize everything. When you have a vision for an event, it's it, you're not coming here to say I'm gonna I'm going to um, pick you know one two or three. Our sales consultants sit down and we really listen to what you want. You can trust the fact that we're going to help you create that vision. So it's really important. We may send a client um, these are this is our menu just to get things started for you to begin thinking. But there may be something on that that you've thought about for your event. And we'll make it happen. So that is something a lot of. That's so we're not we're not ordering a number seven. No, to, no, no, no. You know, we're chicken really, dinners or the, something I mean, for the a main, wedding. The main main market was really built on personalization and that personal connection um, because we have six sales consultants that are here to help the client really work on what they want. And because of what I was saying is everyone knows their guests. You know your guests better than we do, and the more you tell us, you know, the more we know right. to help make it happen. Right. So that's important. Right. Walk us through the the history. I mean, I know at one point you had a place up in Savannah Park. We and, did. Uh, we did. And you know, now now you're pretty much centralized right here in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, how how did it come, and where do you look to go in the future? You know, right now um, we are going to continue to do what we do well. And that's make people happy here on Bay Ridge Road. We have 
certainly grown within this location quite a bit. We have about 14 vehicles and um, a couple of trucks uh, on top of that. I think we've um, maxed out in our parking lot here. (laughs) (laughs) But I see in the future that we will continue to go in the Baltimore, Annapolis, Washington area. Where we're going to go in the future is that we're just going to continue to do what we're good at. I mean, I don't see us growing much more because we want to keep doing 100% what you do well. Work. Yeah, yeah. Where you met, you said Baltimore, Washington, Annapolis, obviously uh-huh. area. How far do you go? Um, I mean, we'll go to DC. We'll do we do a lot of work for some firms in DC, mm-hmm. Monday through corporate work. Um, we'll also go to um, Baltimore. There's some venues in Baltimore that we work at as well for, for out on the shore at all. And, and then we'll do some shores. Yep, private homes mostly on the shore. Right. Yeah, and we uh, have a wedding at Britland Estates. is a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. What what's your favorite thing to to cater? You know, I love weddings. I, I still I still do, and it's funny because when every single time you're at a wedding and you're working a wedding, you kind of get lost in the fact that it is a, such a special moment for them. I mean, that sounds like it sounds a little goofy, but it's true. <laughs> I, no, I get it. I yeah, get, I get it. Yeah. And you're sh- you're sharing with that in some right. some aspect, right? Right, and there's there's a little tug, you know, every time. You're at a wedding and, and someone's cutting the cake and the bride and the groom are cutting the cake. You focus on that. And that's what I always tell the staff is you really immerse yourself in the event. It's so important to right. immerse yourself into what's happening. So. Well, it's also very – I think you've got a difficult position because in certain senses in looking at a wedding, you there's something to be said about being invisible too. Right. Oh, that's uh, right. You know, I mean it's like all of a sudden, how did that drink get full? Yeah. How did the – you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to stay behind the scenes – when you're not when you're not needed, right? You always there's there's something to be said about your your service, your staff, and you're really seen, but you're not heard, and that's right. that's key to what we do. Any funny wedding disaster stories, like cakes <laughs> oh falling off of the tables? Oh or? Are we are we on right now? <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, we're on, we're on. I don't know. I've <laughs> I don't need I don't need names. But uh, <laughs> I tell you a funny. This is a little bit of a funny story because this goes way back when I did a wedding when I was I, all by myself when I was about. 17. I think I just got my license and learned how to drive a stick. Um, but this is a long time ago. Right. So we have to We don't do this anymore. That this, this doesn't happen anymore. Nobody, <laughs> nobody drives their personal vehicles anymore. But we had a, I had a wedding cake, and um, I'm afraid that I wasn't an expert in driving stick quite yet. And the cake went whoot, to the side at the door. Oh. And um, luckily... Uh, I was professional and was able to fix that cake very quickly with some beautiful dogwood flowers from the client's backyard. So that turned, that was awesome. Um, We did have a situation once um, where we had some bridesmaids not get along at a wedding. And um, fortunately, one of our lead servers was, uh, worked at a crisis center. And she had to get involved and intervene among the bridesmaids. Oh, my word. And it was later in the evening. So luckily, yeah, luckily she was able to calm things down. Uh, but that was that was an exciting evening. That's, That's probably we, before the days of YouTube. That could yeah, have been viral. It could have, thank goodness. <laughs> but we have managers on. I mean, now things have changed so much. Uh, we have managers on duty, you know, uh, almost like a doctor on call here at Main right. and Market, where we are there. Someone is on call for any type of situation that may occur. I mean, because you can't control traffic. 
And there's always somebody on standby to say, okay, this is what you need to do instead. Or we're going to call the client and we can delay this by 15 minutes to make sure that you know, there's no hiccups upon Plan arrival. B's. Plan B is exactly. at the ready here. And sometimes you just need someone to help you think outside the box. Sure. So, and that comes with experience. And that is that is something that a lot of people don't realize when they're looking to a caterer. So what is your experience with all those situations? You know, the client doesn't want to know about them that day. Right, right. What they want to know is, do you have the experience to, to uh, fix it all behind the scenes? Absolutely. Sure. So that's a biggie. So, so the little cakes falling, those things don't happen anymore because we have lots of um, equipment to help us right. with that now, refrigerated vans. And um, so those are the things that have changed in the past 25 years. I've got to imagine, I'm, as I look at these wedding cakes, and it's been a long, long time since I've had a wedding myself, but uh, these multi-tier cakes, it's got to be difficult to transport them, I would think, just because... Uh, well, we usually try and send two people, obviously, on large wedding cake deliveries, and we deliver them in bread racks. So, um, and then we use bungee cords. Um, some cakes, somebody are so delicate that we may need to hold them. Um, so it just depends on the actual cake itself. And then some cakes are assembled on site. If it's that involved, um, we may have to send our pastry chef to actually assemble and finish the cake there. on site. But, you know, there are, there's always a little bit. Every cake is different. Every wedding cake we've ever done, there really isn't one cake that's the same. Right. I'm, I'm, I, I look and I would say I, I like that style. Whether yeah. it be square, three-tier, four-tier, whatever yeah, it may be. really um, is based on what, you know, and cakes now. Cakes, food, presentation. It can, it's, it's really become, everyone's kind of an expert. Thanks, you know, Pinterest and everyone comes in with their pictures. I want to make this happen. Look at this beautiful cake. And they're gorgeous. However, you know, gorgeous means going to be labor intensive, which may mean it might cost a little bit more mm-hmm. than your average cake um, or your average display. But it's really fun because, again, you may say, I want this cake, but then they're going to alter it a little bit to make it their cake. So, okay. yeah. Have you ever had a client that has no budget and by no budget, I mean unlimited? We've had a few. We've had a few. A lot of fun. I, those are the clients that say, you know what? I trust you. Tell us what is going to be the best. What's going to be the best menu? What is going to be the best experience for our guests? And those are the clients who don't skip on staff because you want your guests to feel so taken care right. of. And I, as you were saying, to make sure your wine is refilled and you didn't even know that they came behind right. you. Um, to be really, to be made special, feel special. And the food. I mean, the food, to have a nice, vast selection of different items for people to taste and try. Items that maybe you wouldn't necessarily order at a restaurant yourself and you have an opportunity to taste lots of different butler d'oeuvres d'oeuvres and have some beautiful stations or have a beautiful plate of dinner. But also to when you walk in a room or you walk into a wedding, um, to say, wow, this is gorgeous. Yeah. And take your breath away. Um, when you're going, let's say transitioning from a cocktail hour into the, um, reception venue to see how beautiful the colors that have been chosen, the decor, and the flowers. and you've got to work so closely with wedding planners and probably the the, the the tent people and the you know we those. Do. And we love wedding planners because it, it you know we want to focus on what we're really good at, which is the food and and really setting everything up to be everything you wanted it to be. And wedding planners move things along, you know, to make sure that everything's timely. They're the first line of defense against Bridezilla. <laughs> I no, said, I said, there are that. no you Bridezillas. No, I said that, not you. <laughs> 
you know, one of the things that surprised me, and I'm going to switch back to the cafe for a little bit, and I, it's sort of a mental block for me, is that uh, I forget that you guys have a full liquor license and a quote-unquote bar, even though it's not really a place that you would think of as, you know, let's, let's go to the main ingredient and get some shots. But the um, counter is a great little place to have dinner. Well, you know, yeah. well, it is. That's the, yeah. the, the the big secret is when you see a line out the door on the weekends for breakfast or brunch, uh, which there always is. And if you're one or two, sneak in there and take a peek at the counter because right. you can usually get a seat or two there. That's my sort of go-to spot. But dinner, I've had you know three or four dinners here over my life, but most of my experience has been with breakfast and fabulous um, meatloaf. Oh yeah, you know comfort right. comfort, comfort food, food is is, is spot comfort on. Food. Uh, the burgers are very good and. Uh, you know, certain, certainly the bakery goes goes without saying, but uh, that's just one thing that a lot of people I think don't understand that, that you've got this whole lunch and, and dinner thing as opposed to. And we have like a shift, so you have your your lunch crowd that's pretty in and out. You mm-hmm. know, they're busy, and so um, and then around four o'clock we have a lot of our regulars. Four thirty, five o'clock, our regulars that'll come in for dinner. Right. Uh, we have some people that eat here twice a day. But they'll come in and have dinner. And so you have that shift of, um, you know, some of our folks that, you know, may live down the street for um, two for 32, um, which is great on Tuesdays. Uh, and then we'll also, you know, we're doing, we do a half price bottle wine night on Wednesday nights, and that brings in a later crowd. So every night's a little bit different. We also have some great dinner specials. So you can come in and get a sandwich or have a, have a burger. Um, we just added this awesome vegetarian sausage uh, sandwich with a smoky tomato aioli and pesto on a pretzel roll. Oh, yeah. It's delicious for anyone who doesn't eat meat. But for dinner specials, I know, you know, for Valentine's Day, um, Ryan, our chef on the line, did an awesome bouillabaisse. He did a great duck salad. Um, so they'll also do some really nice specials. So if you don't feel like going into town and you're close by or you have the kids and you're running in, but you don't want to, you know, go to somewhere across the street right. for something too fast, you can slow down and have She's trying out. not to diss McDonald's. No. no, no. <laughs> Come in and slow down have a glass of wine while your kids get your their dinner for the night. No plans to have so. a play zone? Oh, no, no, no. no. no, no. <laughs> but we have plenty, plenty of families that come in too. So like I said, it's nice because it's all about timing. So. What's your personal favorite thing on the cafe menu? I love our all our salmon dishes. Um, I know you don't like fish, John, that's okay. But, um, but our crusted, our crusted salmon is awesome. We do uh, our well, and I love for and that would probably be more my dinner choice. Um, but for lunch, uh, our kale quinoa salad, and that has salmon on it too. Uh, but we do a great um, and for breakfast. I was breakfast tacos are probably my favorite. But also for for dinner, we added. Let's see, what was one of the items that we just recently added for dinner? We did a great jambalaya, so something different. So we kind of broke it out, just give every a little bit of everything for everybody. Well, I'll tell you, Evie Turner, thank you for a little bit of the history of Maine and Market, and I'm going to get used to used to telling that. <laughs> and you have you guys have some sister companies too, or sister restaurants as well. We do. So Tom Hogan is um, who is our managing owner is partners um, with Federal House downtown. That's not, is that related to the, the the other Hogan that lives up downtown in the big brick house at the top of the hill? No, no relation. No, no. But I did do Governor Hogan's wedding yeah. at the Pika House. Okay. Um, gosh, I can't remember how long ago that was. He, he's probably better at remembering that than me. Um, but that was a wow, that was a beautiful wedding at the William Pika 
house. Um, and and Tom um, has a couple partners, Jen Panic, Jeremy Black, and Mike Alwyn. And mm-hmm. those are partners at Federal House. And then we also, um, Tom's also a partner in a uh, restaurant, Bayside Bull, more of the location over, over down South Carolina. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Do you guys, um, I guess, co-mingle, if you will, on your, on your catering side? I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't think of main ingredient as far as if I want to have a barbecue picnic. We certainly um, and, do. And I'm certainly you, yeah. you can. We do because it's a different, um, you, it, you know, you may do a wedding or and you want a little bit of pulled barbecue. Our pulled barbecue beef brisket's awesome. Mm-hmm. Brett makes, our, our chef, Brett Curitan, makes awesome ribs. Um, so, and we do a lot of crab feasts. So and we incorporate that a lot together. Uh, because we'll do a lot with our um, event planner that we work with at, at her office at Port Annapolis Marina, and we'll do great crab feast down right. there. But no, we really don't. Everyone kind of has their own their own thing going cool. on. Yeah, cool. Well, Abby Turner, thank you very much You're for welcome. a little bit of insight to Maine and Market. I do recommend everybody get down here for a meal, whether it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And it, certainly, if you've got an event that you're planning, whether it be for your business or your personal life, you got to give these guys a, a look. Come on down. And um, if you walk into the cafe, go two doors down to the right. If you walk into here looking for the cafe, go two doors to your left. And uh, it's it's my entertainment on Sundays where I can get one of the booths in the sort of the expanded section of the and cafe. And watch people. And watch people go like shaking the door, That's like so looking funny. in, trying to figure They're out. Close. I see you guys over there, but right. how did you get in there? Right. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but thank you very much, and congratulations Thanks. on you know your your history since '93. I think you said yep. it yep. was, and uh, you know here's to many, many more. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for I Am Annapolis. Please be sure to visit IamAnnapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the I Am Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play.